Welcome to the Eat Local CNY podcast. I'm your host, Anthony Tringale. And in this week's episode, my guest is season four finalist of the Great American Baking Show, Andrea Moranville. I don't know about you. I'm sure most people are. Uh, Rebecca and I binge watched the Great British Baking Show uh, earlier this year. We were just obsessed with it there for about a solid few weeks, month or so, just every single night we would go home and watch like two or three episodes. It was very addicting. And so to have Andrea on the podcast today, uh, who is a finalist from the Great American Baking Show, is a little surreal. And you'll have to forgive if most of my conversations were involving the production and behind the scenes of the show. I'm just really interested in that. But Andrea is such a great person. I had such a wonderful time talking with her um, just about who she is and you know where she came from, where she grew up, how she got into baking, uh, her experience on the show, what's next. It's really just had a fun conversation with her. And so I really hope that you enjoy today's podcast. A little bit about Andrea. You can find her on Instagram at Sweet Life of a Baker. You can find her bakery, Silver City Baking Company. Right now she's doing online orders and doing monthly pop-ups. You can head over to her website, andreamoranville.com, and I'll put that link down in the show notes. You can head over to her website, which you can find in the show notes, but it's andreamoranville.com. And right now she has a few products for sale to be shipped anywhere in the U.S. on her website, uh, from butter cookies to chocolate chip cookies. So head over to andreamoranville.com and place an order today. And also follow her on Instagram, or Facebook, or Twitter, or Snapchat, or is she on Snapchat? I think I'm on Snapchat. She's on TikTok, and she has a YouTube channel, and she even has her own podcast. So search Andrea Moranville pretty much anywhere, and she'll pop up. Uh, But she has monthly pop-ups, and like I said, online, so you can go find her on social. Our sponsor for this week's episode is Old Home Distillers. They supplied us with that delicious bottle of the classic American whiskey, their holiday whiskey, Uh, for our Christmas episode that's coming out next week. Yeah, really just great guys there. So Old Home Distillers, you can find them at the regional market, I believe every Saturday. You can also find them popped up at just about any event you can think of. And most importantly, you can find them on Instagram, Old Home Distillers. Go follow them and go buy a bottle of something that they make. I can speak for this classic American whiskey. It is absolutely amazing. So get yourself a bottle of that today. Well, without further ado, here is my conversation with Andrea Moranville. Yeah, so I just, I bought the stuff and uh, just started putting out more and, you know, the, uh, the downside of like buying one thing is that then you buy a hundred things. I get it. Um, so that kind of stinks. Uh, I just keep putting more, you know, my wife now is like, we were just having this conversation last night about, uh, she got, what did she, what did she buy? She bought like, we had all these packages come to the house, obviously from like the big shopping weekend. And there was a box of Toms and there was like six pairs of shoes in there. <laughs> and, uh, and then I was telling her I had just bought this like $300. So she spends like $400 in shoes. Yeah. I bought a microphone that was yeah. $400 and we were just talking about, you know, where we spend our money, how we spend it differently. And isn't that funny? Yeah. 
So yeah. She was like, she said, she's like, well, you waste money too. I said, well, I do it because it's going to make me money yeah. one day. I'll never forget the time <laughs> my husband walked into the kitchen after work one day and I had bought all these photography okay. yeah. shades, you know, and all these lights. And he walked in and my kitchen was a studio and he walked in at five o'clock and he's like, what is happening to our house? You know, yeah. and I had a tripod with my phone and I have all these yeah. things up in our house and you know, that's awesome. Yeah. 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 So, uh, let's, let's go back. Tell me, how did you like originally get into baking? Wow. I got to go back about 20 yeah. years. No. <laughs> um, so I'm Andrea Moranville mm-hmm. and, um, I am a completely self-taught baker. Okay. Um, I started baking really when I got married, okay. um, minimally when I got married, I didn't know how to make anything. I know how to cook. I know how to bake. And, um, I just, I got a family recipe mm-hmm. for a chocolate cake recipe when I was, got married and, uh, I made it hmm. and it was good. And I'm like, wow, I can bake. You know, all of a sudden I'm like a master baker because I can make a cake from scratch. Yeah. And, uh, but then it's kind of, that's really what started the whole passion for baking. Okay. But I really didn't get into it until, um, I left my career. Okay. And, um, I was in politics and government for Mm. a long time. What'd you do uh, with that? Um, I worked in Albany in the executive chamber, um, doing legislative affairs. And I worked for a lobbying firm and, Hmm. you know, I wore my suit every day, carried my little briefcase (laughs) and my heels and walked into my class, you know, into my, into my office and board meetings. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I was good at it, but you know, it wasn't my passion. It was, you know, what I went to school for. Hmm. Um, I went to school for political science and, uh, and I didn't really start baking and cooking until I got married. And then when we started growing our family, because we have four kids. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, we have a very, <laughs> very, very busy household. And so when we started to expand our family, um, and our balance was just way off. I was driving to Albany. We lived in Lake George at the time in Bolton mm. Landing. I was driving to Albany every day. My husband was driving an hour for his work. He's a uh, special education okay. um, administrator. And so we knew something needed to give. The balance was just way off mm-hmm. in our lives and with the kids and families. So we said, this is not why we're raising a family is to be absent parents. Yeah. And so I, you know, decided to be a stay at home mom. Hmm. And when I did that, it was really, really tough because yeah. a lot of what we build ourselves on is our profession. Mm-hmm. Right. <clears throat> and, um, hmm. and so to go from being like this career woman, whatever that's <laughs> supposed to mean, you know, now I look back at that, it's so ridiculous. Yeah. But, you know, I look back at that and, you know, to be a stay-at-home mom and, you know, people say, oh, what do you do for a living? And I said, oh, I stay home with the kids, you know, and that was tough to swallow in the yeah. beginning. And I said, well, if I'm going to be a stay-at-home mom, I'm going to be the best. Hmm. I'm going to turn that into my profession. <laughs> and so I literally taught myself how to cook and bake and home keep and entertain and do all those things wow. that... Um, you know, so that I could do, have a really home cooked meals on the table and, yeah. and have baked foods for the kids. Hmm. And uh, I just developed a passion for it. I really just developed a passion for, for food in general, yeah. um, hmm. teaching myself. I mean, I've always been in the service industry yeah. and I started bussing tables when I was 14 years old. Okay. Um, I waitressed all through college, <laughs> all my summers. Now, where did you grow up at? So I grew up out in Verona, New York. Okay. Um, I'm a graduate of VVS. Okay. Central School District. Yeah. Um, went to SUNY Albany. Okay. Um, graduated with a poli sci degree, and then my husband and I lived in Albany for a while, and then moved to Bolton Landing, which is where his hometown is. Oh wow! Okay. And then we lived there for thirteen years, hmm. and um, that's yeah. Yeah. So, did you two meet in college? We did not. We met in the summers in Lake George. Oh really? Yeah. Oh wow. I was waitressing up there in college, and he was working like four jobs. We're both hustlers, <laughs> you know, working our trying to work our way through through school. Yeah. And we met up there. Oh yeah. wow. 
And uh, so how many siblings do you have? I have one. You have one, okay. One, much younger than me, 12 years younger. So when I was going to college, Hmm. he was going to kindergarten. So (laughs) quite a big difference. Yeah, for sure. So it's got to be kind of weird to go from uh, kind of a smaller family to now having four of your own. Oh, absolutely. I wouldn't change it for the world, though. I mean, our kids, it's a nutty, I call it our circus. We literally have a family (laughs) circus every day. You know, yeah. we are totally outnumbered, <laughs> completely. Um, I'm, tr- I'm trying to talk Rebecca, my wife, into yeah. that. So she's one of two, her okay. and her sister. I'm one of four. And, uh, you know, we just got married a little over a month ago. Congratulations. So, yeah, Yeah, congrats. You. That's awesome. And uh, so, we're, you know, her, she wants two. And I'm like, eh, maybe we should go to three. You know, yeah. <laughs> let's see what happens. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so it's going to be, it's, you know, I don't know. For me, coming from a big family, it just kind of seems like, Logical. That's what you're going to... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. My brother and his wife, they have four. And my other brother and his wife, they have two. And they're planning on having three or four. So, yeah. yeah. It's, a, it's, 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 a, it's a crazy ride. Yeah. Um, our kids right now are 14. My oldest is 14. Mm. Okay. And then almost 11. Yeah. And then seven and six. Mm. So they're still... Wow. Pre- we're still a young family. Yeah. But that's why starting the business and doing what I was doing last year seemed mm. right. My youngest was going to kindergarten. Huh. The timing just worked out you yeah. know really really I was ready yeah um you know I've been talking about wanting to go down this path for years mm-hmm. never really pulling the trigger um and finally yeah. just kind of just saying you know we just decided go yeah. for it yeah so you're in Albany you're working stay-at-home mom now and kind of yeah. going all in with that um when does what year is that like what year oh, geez. does um so we're talking 2011 to 2015 okay yeah. Um, was, which is when I really started to, to teach myself how to cook and bake and, okay. and, you know, realize that I actually had a, a little bit of a skill. Yeah. Um, and the more I, the more I learned, mm-hmm. the more I craved to learn more. Yeah. And I literally just, mm-hmm. I say I fail forward. I failed my way through the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Um, literally just trying over and over and over again until I mastered it. Yeah. And then I started putting everything in a cook in a like a binder all oh, my really? recipes. Oh, that's cool. And so it started out with one recipe, and now I have about 150. <laughs> and they're my like go tos. I call it my baking bible. It's, oh, nice. it's, yeah, it's 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 yeah. my trusted, prized possession. <laughs> yeah. So uh, take me to like the decision because you had applied for the show uh, once, right? So you were on the twice actually twice. Yeah. So, so once and it didn't go through. Correct. Yeah. Okay. So we moved, um, four, four years ago, four or five years, four years ago, mm-hmm. we moved here. Okay. We moved back out. My husband got a job at the Madison and Abosis mm. out in Verona, yeah. um, in special education administration. Mm. And so we uprooted the entire family <laughs> and moved back out to this region. And I never in a million years thought we'd come back to central yeah. New York, but now that we're here, mm. I couldn't imagine yeah. being anywhere else. I mean, I now that we're here, yeah. um, I'm loving it. And we feel really rooted, um, yeah. in this community and, um, where we are out mm. in Cheryl and we really love it. And so, we moved back out here. I didn't know anybody. Mm. You know, we uprooted <laughs> everyone. I didn't know anyone. Yeah. And I just kept diving into my home. Mm. And um, I, you know, you see everything. You see things scrolling across Facebook. Yeah. And I saw, you know, great, greatest American baker in the country <laughs> looking for the top ten amateur bakers. Mm. And I said, well, I can do that. And I applied. <laughs> I just did it. I just applied, and I didn't make it. And that's okay. It wasn't meant to be. Yeah. Um, What's the application process like? You have to like send in a video. It's pretty lengthy. So you send in a written application and then you send in a, um, you do like a Skype video interview Mm. with um, a production team. Okay. And then if they um, 
if you make it through that level, then you go down to New York City mm. and you have to bring food. Mm. You have to bring some bakes with you so they can taste it and their culinary team can taste that you mm. can actually bake. Yeah. And they do a, like a face-to-face interview. Okay. And then when you make that round, if you make it, that's the, as far as I made it the first time. Okay. So I made it to New York that first round and um, I thought I made the show. I thought I was like, yes, I made it. And I didn't. It's okay. And then if you make it through that round, then they, they flew me to LA. Okay. So I flew out to LA. I did an on-camera baking interview where you actually mm. had to bake for them oh, wow. um, with some other applicants and then um, mm. did more like an on, like they wanted to see how you were on camera. Yeah. And then if you make it through that, then, you know, there's a few more things. And then, hmm. and then I finally found out that I made it for the, that That's awesome. season four. Yeah. What was, so are you think, like when you're first applying, is it just uh, like that first time and even the second, well, I guess the second time is different, but the first time, is it just kind of like, this would be fun, something to do, or are you trying to kind of, like, I guess, like what's the, what's your mindset in that? Is it trying to, like, this would be a great way to start a business, would be to like get on the show? Would yeah, it be... I don't even think I was thinking about business at that point in time. Oh, really? I think I was thinking about validation. Oh, that's cool. I was trying to like validate that assault that I that I could do it <laughs> yeah. to prove to people that you know I was, hmm. you know, good. Yeah. And that I it was more validation for myself and and others. Hmm. Um, and yeah, I mean, yeah, I always knew you know I wanted to pursue more, mm-hmm. but I didn't know what that more was at yeah. the time. Um, but I think the first time it was more of a validation than anything hmm. that I could actually do it. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Um. Were you like, I'm, I'm just like, were you in, uh, like getting into, uh, baking competitions back home and stuff like that? Leading no, up to, no, really? ironically, no, Wow. no, this, yeah. this was, this was like a one time that's wild. Applied. Yeah. I just kind of did it. Rebecca and I were obsessed with the great British baking show. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, everybody was. Yeah. And so, I mean, I think we binge watched like every season on Netflix, uh, earlier in the year. We're always trying to figure out, like, who are these people? Like, yeah. who is applying? Are these, like, are these pastry chefs, you know? Yeah. Um, you know, who is it? Are they, like, just constantly entering competitions back home? You know? No. Who is it that's doing I had this? never entered a competition in my life. Wow. I literally went mm. from my home kitchen yeah. to the Great American Baking Show tent. Yeah. Not knowing what I was getting mm. myself into. I'd never been, had a mic on. Mm. I had never been in front of a production team. I had never been in front of a camera. And so I literally was just thrown into this whole production that I had, I had no idea what I was getting myself into (laughs) at all. Was it ever intimidating or scary or anything like that? Every part of it was from the, from the, from the get go. (laughs) Yeah. And you know, the craziest part about the whole thing is that, um, this is a story that not a lot of people necessarily know. When I first started to teach myself how to bake, I started buying all these cookbooks. Okay. And there was this one cookbook called The Secrets to Baking mm. that um, was my go-to. I just, I literally just absorbed it. Mm. You know, when people read magazines on planes, yeah. I would take this cookbook. Mm. When I wouldn't go on vacation with the family, I would sit on the beach and I would read this cookbook over and over and over again. I would just kept reading it. Ironically, and then I began to f- become a passionate um, follower of the author, mm. whose name is Sherry Yard. Okay. James Beard award-winning pastry chef Sherry Yard, who trained under Wolfgang Puck. Mm -hmm. And so when we showed up in the tent that first day and the judges walked through, Paul Hollywood and Sherry Yard walked through the door. And so it was so serendipitous that here I am all these years later after absorbing this pastry chef's book. Mm -hmm. And literally she taught me how to bake. 
And now I'm standing in front of her and she's judging me. It was just such a crazy experience to just be standing there and be like, holy cow, she's now judging my food. It was crazy. Yeah, Yeah, that's wild. What was the, um, I mean, so like when you're, well, I guess what's the, what's your relationship with the judges and like other contestants even while you're there? Is there like any kind of like one-on-one training or anything like that during the, the... the judges really were just by the book. Really? Oh, yeah. Because mm. I think that's the only way they can stay, what's the word? Neutral. Neutral. Yeah. Because if they mm. become, if they have conversations with you, not that they didn't talk with us, I don't mean that, but if they right. start to like favor, yeah, then it becomes an impartial. So they were really by the book with their judging. Yeah. You know, it was great. But the, but the contestants, we really bonded. It was awesome. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's got to be really interesting because uh, the filming's in England. Yeah. Right. Yep. So, um, I mean, so you're accepted and I mean, how long is it from when you go from the LA audition and interview to when you find out that you're accepted and you're going over? So I found out I got, I made the top 10 cast on the last day of school in June. Okay. And so that was a crazy phone call to get just in general. And, um, I always tell the story too, that I found out I made the show. I got the call. I started calling everybody and their brother. You know, I started calling, you know, all my friends and my family. And I was like a maniac. One minute I was crying. The next minute I was laughing. And the kids thought, you know, mom, what happened to mom? She's like running around the kitchen like a crazy person. And I forgot I had cookies in the oven. And all of a sudden I start smelling this just burnt. And then I started freaking out. How can I be on national television if I'm burning cookies in my kitchen? So, So I found out in June that I made the show. And we left, I flew to London on July 31st. Okay. So you have that month in between. Yeah. And, um, yeah, Hmm. it was pretty crazy. How long is filming? Um, filming days were very, very long. So we would film two days on Okay. and we'd have a break. And then Hmm. we, if you made it, you would film more. Um, so filming days were 14 to 16 hour days. Wow. And we filmed for a month. We filmed Hmm. for four weeks. Wow. Yeah. That's nuts. Yeah. It was crazy. Yeah. So what was the, I mean, what was the biggest challenge when you're there? I mean, besides obviously having to wake up almost every day and compete and bake and... Um, I think the hardest part was, I mean, I had never, first of all, I'd never been away from my family for that extended amount of time. Yeah, that's so a long time. So a month away from my husband and my kids was pretty a pretty outrageous feat. Yeah. Um, you know, I'd been a stay-at-home mom for so long right. that, you know, to have mom disappear for <laughs> a couple <laughs> days, let alone a month, was pretty... Pretty unbelievable. Um, So being away from them was the most challenging because every time I would call home, you'd be reminded that that you're not there. Um, But Mm. they had a real, they were with my mother and my husband and everybody had a really good support network, which was great. But that was probably the most challenging. Mm. Um, And the second most challenging was just staying me, just Mm. staying centered. Um, You know, before I left, I always tell people that, you know, I walking out the door to the airport and my father said two things. You know, I always looked, you know, like to your parents for <laughs> advice. And he said, be yourself, be authentic. Mm-hmm. The camera will see right through you if you're not. <laughs> and so you see all those goofy faces and everything I did on that camera. And that was just, that's just me. <laughs> that's just my personality. And he said, when you go there, be, don't compete against people. Hmm. Just go there and do the best you possibly can. Yeah. And so when he said that to me, it really reframed my brain and how I approached the whole show. Yeah. Because you go there, yeah, I'm competing against people. But <laughs> you, if you, you can't do that. You just got to right. go and do the best you possibly can. And so yeah. I had to regroup myself every day and just remind myself that. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Um, 
is it like, are you, I mean, obviously you're baking with them every single day, mm-hmm. uh, but are you like pretty close quarters with the other contestants throughout the whole filming? Yeah. I mean, we have, it was all in a studio a lot. Okay. So we're in a place called Pinewood Studios. Okay. Um, and so the tent is actually on a lot. Yeah. Um, and next mm. to us, they were filming like Maleficent. Oh, really? And Star Wars. Oh, and it was, that was wild. pretty neat too. Um, <laughs> and so, um, but our, we each had our own apartment. Okay. Um, kind of like in this like apartment building. So we yeah. each had our own apartment. Are you secluded from like everything that's happening in the world? Are you like, is it uh, like, you know, you can't go on Facebook and all um, that kind of stuff? You, they did. We did, could not take any phones on set. Wow. Um, for the most part. So yeah. you really couldn't have any type of, you know, phone calls or communications <laughs> on set. Um, not really. Yeah. I mean, you could call home, but no one was supposed to know you were there. Oh, okay. So there mm. were a very, very small select group of people that knew I was even in London. Oh, wow. Which was very hard keep, secret to keep. Yeah, I bet. More hard when I came home. Really? So because they didn't announce the cast until November. Ah, okay. So you have from September to November that you had mm. this amazing experience you did and you can't <laughs> tell anyone, right? It was, it's pretty it's pretty crazy. Yeah, that's got to be pretty challenging. Yeah. It's uh, especially like today where we're used to the first thing when something happens is like, jumping on a social network yeah. right and just mm-hmm. telling everybody about it yeah. um especially just trying to like capitalize you know uh yeah. on something like there's a gap in my instagram feed if you if you <laughs> scroll back there I, I have a post that's on like january july 31st yeah and then i don't post again until like september that's funny yeah. it, it's so funny you say that i was like scrolling through your feed last night yeah. just like uh check it out and you had posted like i made it to the semifinals and I, uh, like right when I saw that, uh, my dog started, our dog buddy started to cr- uh, whine about something. <laughs> so I put my phone down. I never checked the date, but oh, I was yeah. like, oh, that's pretty interesting. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's so wild to me. Just kind of that whole experience. Um, I mean, obviously it's not a normal experience, right? No. So I'm sure being caught up in that whirlwind and still like trying to do your best and everything. Especially the episode where you're, uh, uh, um, I think it was the week right before oh, gosh, the semifinals where, where you, the, uh, you did the sweet bread and the, oh, uh, yeah. yeah, I was really sick then. Were you really? Mm-hmm. A lot of, nobody knows this, um, except for the people there, but I was really, really ill. I almost mm. couldn't compete. Really? Mm-hmm. I, got, I had some sort of a bug. Oh wow. I don't know what, but I, I almost had to pull out. Really? So if you look at the, if you look at the episodes, <laughs> Yeah. Um, cake week and cookie week. I'm all bubbly. And then yeah. if you look at bread week, I'm just kind of like this, you know, <laughs> sitting in a chair, sipping on a cup of tea. And that's because I was really, really sick. Yeah. Yeah. That's wild. But I pulled through. I don't know how I did it. I pulled, yeah. it, I pulled it off. What goes through your head when you're like, I mean, is it just when you're, you know, especially that challenge, I think there was some, there was like five or six hours or something like that, oh, right? This yeah. lengthy amount of time to create this ridiculous masterpiece, yeah. right? Out of bread. Um, and, uh, I, I can't even imagine doing, working with bread like that. Yeah. I can't imagine working with any of those things like that. I'm a terrible baker, <laughs> but especially working with bread like that. So, I mean, is it just kind of like everything's flying or, you know, cause obviously things are edited for the show. So when you're actually there making those decisions, you know, I mean, what is that like? Is it just kind of everything's flying by and you're just, yeah. I mean, they say ready, set, bake. Hmm. 
And there is no, the, the time clock starts. There's no like, hey, we're going to pause the timer for this no, production thing. Absolutely not. No, mm. they're filming you. Yeah. They're asking you questions. They're mm -hmm. in your face. <laughs> Tell us what you're doing. You know, but there's no, they say ready, set, bake, and you start. And yeah. when they say stop, you have to stop. Hmm. And so, um, yeah, you know, is it TV? Of course. Yeah. But when in that time frame, there is no, um, magic of tv yeah it is literally you start and then mm. you stop and so it's go 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 from the moment you stop and you know the challenges really are start to finish yeah every single challenge i was down to the wire hmm. every single one yeah i feel like that's uh, it, it's the case with most of the contestants i feel there's only yeah. been like a couple and usually the ones that like sit there and are good and you know like they're done five minutes early having yeah. a cup of tea or whatever it is they're usually the ones that like hit it the worst i feel well, like I, you know challenge. i've always been a more 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 uh -huh. what can i do what can i do to make yeah. it better what can i do to fix it what can i add yeah and so i'm always pushing myself to the limit because i'm always like how can i make this better it was the custard episode you did that with the custard <sighs> you know the custard episode yeah. really upset me <laughs> because my mistake with the custard episode is well, I, have, there's, I have a few mistakes because you can dissect it and you can yeah. look back and say what woulda, coulda, shoulda. Have you done that? Oh, yeah. With yeah. everything everything I've done. <laughs> but the problem is, is that everything happens for a reason. Mm -hmm. There's a reason things turn out the way they do. All right. Um, but when they, they tell you they, the custards have to be in a certain size okay. mold. And so when I was at the outlets and I bought my custard molds, mm -hmm. I bought six, six ounce custard molds. Hmm. They didn't... They, they could have been four ounce. Do you have to bring all of your, like some of your equipment? I had an entire suitcase full of equipment. Really? Mm-hmm. You can, they can, like, you, they have things there. Yeah. There's an entire culinary set okay. on site. But if you have certain things like your rolling pin. Yeah, okay. Or your um, tools that you need for your special things, then you bring those with you. Okay. Um, but the custard molds, I brought my own. Mm -hmm. and a lot of, everyone brought their own. Okay. But most people had four ounce molds. Mm. And I had six. Gotcha. And mine took a lot longer. Yeah. And they didn't have time to set. Yeah. And so I look at that pot of creme when he's going, oh, it's soupy. <laughs> I'm like, it just needed, it just needed more time to set. But yeah. you can say woulda, coulda, shoulda. It is what it is. It's amazing that this, the decisions that somebody else is making a uh, few stalls ahead of you that you don't know. I forget her name, um, uh, but her hers was just completely liquid underneath. Oh, her yeah. Custard. Destiny. Destiny. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so... You know, it's amazing that like, even with that, even like having a six ounce mold and it doesn't set, you're still kind of like bumped up because, you know, just yeah. other little things. The hard part too, is that you're thrust into this. I mean, anybody in there, when you're in your own environment mm -hmm. and you're in your kitchen, you have a flow, yeah. you know, it's like muscle memory grabbing right. things. When you're in a whole new kitchen and the oven's different mm -hmm. and your setup's different and you have to grab things in different locations, your it's, muscle memory is totally thrown yeah. off. That takes and a so, lot of time. Yeah, it definitely does. Uh, when you do your videos, are you um, are you like are you doing those on your phone? Are you doing that by yourself? Do you have somebody? <laughs> I do them all by myself. They I have look a little great. Oh, geez, I have a tripod. You know, the first thing I bought was a tripod for my phone. Yeah. And uh, you know, I have a YouTube channel. It's it's yeah. you know, I started posting. It's really weird. You know, I started posting videos and blogging years ago and sharing recipes, not thinking business. Right. I just started doing hmm. it. Yeah. Um, you know, I didn't know where I was going to go. I just 
built a blog on Blogspot, That's you know, awesome. and then yeah. I started doing YouTube videos and mm. then I started learning about social media marketing and I started, you know, absorbing personal development and I started mm. digesting just, you know, online and how to like, how to do that. And I started just yeah. the same way I taught myself to bake. Mm-hmm. I'm literally t- teaching myself. Yeah. Social media marketing and all that stuff. So that's how I've done it. I mean, um, I did social media for like churches I've worked at in the past and things like that and helped out, um, with stuff. And, um, when I, I lived in Texas for two years and this sounds horrible, especially since your, uh, husband's in education and you are, um, so don't judge me, (laughs) but, um, Uh, when I lived in Texas, I, uh, put, I posted, made a post to like teach a creative writing class. Okay. Um, so I would like ghost blog and stuff for like, uh, in in Texas, like mega church pastors and things like that. Nobody showed up for the creative writing class, (laughs) but all of a sudden students, adult students started contacting me to, uh, write papers for them. That's awesome. Yeah. And I would do it. And it turned into for the two years I lived there. I was taking on whole entire online college classes for students. They were all retired military who had spent 20 years working in the army because I was near Fort Hood Army Base. Okay. And they would get out. They had had the GI Bill to get paid to go to school. You know, they just spent 20 years in the army, so they weren't ready to like go to sit in a classroom or right. go start a whole new career or anything like that. So they would just kind of go to school just to like give them time to you know breathe that's awesome and um so yeah so then they would hire me to like someone would hire me to take their classes for <laughs> oh, and so uh i have the equivalent of equivalent of like six uh bachelors in business that's administration great. <laughs> that's great that's great um uh, but it just taught me how to like just learn how to do stuff yeah. because i originally went to school for sound engineering and then after I was did all that, I went wound up going back to school for and got my bachelor's in theology. Oh wow! Um, yeah, um, but for sound engineering, you were just in a studio for like twelve hours a day, and there were no term papers to write or anything like that. Yeah. You know, your exams were try and mic this drum set properly, right? Sure. So, um, so I had never written a research paper. So it was really just kind of like Googling how to write a research paper, you know? <laughs> and then, but I was getting A's for these students. That's and so wow. at that point, I kind of realized, all right, if I could like get an A, like go to like take a college course, like a regular normal college course, and get an A just by figuring out, you know, Googling how Googling to do this something. stuff. I'm pretty sure I could just do that with anything else, yeah. you know. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to go, like, perform brain surgery, well, obviously, not. from no, Googling. No, but you can you can learn about it. Yeah, right. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you might not be able to do it, but you can learn yeah. about it. I mean, you can learn about anything. Right. You know, I think that, that the Internet is such a vast... Yeah. In this day and age, anybody can learn right. online themselves if they have the willpower. Yes. And, you know, the, the want and yeah. the work ethic for it. You and know? that's how all of this, you know, the camera and learning how to do it, mm-hmm. edit it, everything is just sitting down, taking the time and, and wanting it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, um, so when did you first start, start getting into like Gary Vee stuff? Oh, gosh, years ago. Okay. So I started getting into personal development when I moved 
mm-hmm. because I moved. I didn't know anybody. I kind of, kind of left my entire family and all my friends and everything I knew. And I really mm. felt uprooted. Yeah. And so I was kind of really thrown off. So I started like reading all these personal development books, like the slight mm. edge, mm. listening to Brian Tracy, um, the compound effect, like really reading all these like really good books. Yeah. And I started watching and listening to podcasts mm. and I, you know, I started Googling yeah. and I saw this podcast, um, and this guy, Gary Vaynerchuk was sitting in a, in a chair. Hmm. Um, and he was talking about this new book he'd written called jab, 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 right hook. I don't know if you've read that one. Yeah. Yeah. And so I listened to the podcast and I was immediately just in like hooked. Hmm. And I read, I immediately bought the book. I read the book and it totally changed my entire the way I perceived. Yeah, actually, the book's behind you on the shelf. Really? Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> it's the way I perceived, it changed the way I perceived social media, uh-huh. um, My how I looked at it as far as thinking of it as a business yeah. avenue versus just a scrolling mechanism. Mm-hmm. And so I started to really dive deeper into social media and how to use that platform for marketing, yeah. whatever that term meant at the time, because at the time I didn't even have a business, yeah. um, for branding, I suppose, I guess is the right word. And so I started, you know, I made a Facebook page and then an Instagram page. And then I made a, you know, my, my kids laugh at me cause I made a TikTok page, <laughs> but you know, my 14 year old is mortified yeah. right. by the way. Yeah. I mean, she's just mortified. <laughs> Mom, how can you have a TikTok page? But I do because I know that, and I have a LinkedIn and I have, I have all the platforms across. I don't do them all well. Yeah. But I have them because yeah. I know that in this day and age, it's essential. Mm-hmm. And so, and each platform has different, you know, wants and needs. And you right. can't post the same stuff across every platform. Yeah. So anyway, so going back to Gary V, I started just absorbing his mm-hmm. information. He's super intense. Yeah. But so am I. So that's <laughs> <Yeah>. okay. <laughs> and... Um, even to even to this day, when I'm driving in the car, I don't listen to music. Right. Yeah. Same here. I, I listen to a you know Gary Vee um, keynote speak yeah. speech, yeah. and it's the same stuff over and over again, and that's okay because it's it's almost like a reminder to me. Yeah. You know, it's like just me- muscle memory. Yeah, I have to take a break from it. So I I go back and forth between uh, like four podcasts. Do you? Yeah, like Gary V, Joe Rogan, Serious Eats is okay. a great yeah. one. Yeah. Um, and then of all things, the Howard Stern Show on Satellite because it's hilarious. Um, uh, so I'll kind of, but it'll be like it'll be a couple weeks where I'll just listen to one and then I'll jump yeah. back and. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's one thing I've learned from listening to Gary, uh, Gary V's podcast or whatever, watching his content, is that it is the same thing over and over and over and over again. It's and up it, to you to do it yeah, or it, not. Right. At some point, yeah. it kind of clicks and it's like, oh, yeah. Um, yeah. And But yeah, it's just the exact same thing that he just keeps mm-hmm. saying, So, which is good because, it, you know, I mean, you don't necessarily have to innovate. You just kind of have to find that thing. Right. You know, that people need or want or whatever mm-hmm. it is, and then just kind of go for but it. But you have to have the content too. You so do. Yeah. The content is definitely there. And that's why I think, like, I'm very careful with what I absorb on social media mm-hmm. because we all of our time is so limited. Yeah. And so I'm very selective. So it's mm-hmm. very, you know, and I follow very few. Oh, really? Um, I love going on Instagram because I like see, getting inspiration from the food okay. and I like seeing local things, Yeah. but I don't follow everybody. Mm. And so I started following you mm. a while back and I start, yeah. I have a few other people that I follow. Um, and that's how I kind of get, stay focused. Yeah. 
Because if you distract yourself too much, you can't stay laser focused on what you're what you're doing. Yeah. Like they say, comparison is the thief of joy. Right. Right. Yeah. So if you if you got to stay kind of in your lane mm-hmm. a little bit, I don't know. Yeah. No, I agree. I I waste way too much time uh, scrolling. Yeah. And uh, you know, I just got the notification on my iPhone that my screen time increased and then that my <laughs> average is now seven hours a day. Oh, geez. Right. So, um, so it's, you know, definitely a little crazy. Uh, but yeah, I have to like, I do have to, uh, be aware of what I'm watching, you know, what I'm like, right. who I'm following and that right. kind of stuff. Yeah. It's, um, I don't know if you ever get this way, but it's really easy for me to kind of get into that comparison space and start thinking like, well, I can, all right, if they're doing this, I need to be better. I used to. Okay. I've stopped. Yeah. I've gotten very laser focused on, um, over the, it's, it's still, it still can be very distracting. Um, but it's, it can be frustrating if you say, well, why do they have so many, yeah. you know, followers? But yeah. then again, you don't know, are they paid followers? Right. Yeah. Right. Or is it authentic? Is it organic? And it's not always about the amount of followers. It's about the engagement of the ones yes. you have. Exactly. And that like, know, and trust factor. Yeah. And I think that once you have an established foundation, mm-hmm. You know, my found, I love every single one of my followers, you know, mm-hmm. and I, I don't want to talk about followers, but <laughs> you know, like I have a really great support system around me and that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. What's been the most, um, engaging platform that you're on for your stuff? Oh gosh. Um, it's different. I focus very heavily on, um, Facebook okay. and Instagram. Okay. But Instagram's a tough one because Instagram is all about the beauty shots. Yeah. And I haven't mastered that. Like, mm. I take really good food pictures. Yeah. But I'm, I don't set up staging a oh, lot. Yeah. Like, I do for my blogging. Okay. I'll set up beauty shots for blogging. Um, but if I just... There's, you know, one of those things that Gary Vee always says, document, don't create. Yeah. And so I document mm-hmm. on social media versus creating just for social media. Yeah. And I think that's, you know... That's just how, where it takes, if it takes me nowhere else other than documenting my life and then the kids have something, then right. that's great. Um, but I'm just kind of documenting the journey. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I um, have learned like, and if I'm going to put out something quality, I have to kind of like focus it all on a day and then yeah. do a lot of it and then distribute it out. Right. So even with this podcast, like, Starting in January, now one Saturday a month, I'm going to schedule out four podcasts across that day, mm-hmm. record all of them, edit all of them, schedule all of them, and then not do it again for the rest of the month. Right. Um, and part of that's just that way I can spend more time with Rebecca and I'm not constantly running around, uh, you know, driving her crazy yeah. by being busy all the time. Well, that's the other thing too, is you got to have that balance. Yeah. I got so focused on, you know growing, 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 growing a while back. And then I was like, I'm out of balance again. Yeah. And so the same way I was out of balance when we decided that I was going to be a stay at home mom, (laughs) I got a little out of balance again, (laughs) only it was a different, different lane. Yeah. Um, and so, but now, now it's, we have the balance, you know, the kids get off the Mm. bus at the bakery every day at three 30. Yeah. I wrap it up and Mm. we go home, you know, some days, some days I can't, some days are a little more hectic than others, but, Mm. um, we still try to keep that. Has it got, has it got more challenging for that since the show aired? Um, I'm going to say yeah, mm-hmm. yes. But I try to, um, I'm one person. Yeah. 
So I have to know my limits Mm -hmm. and I have to know when I'm maxing out my energy. Yeah. And that's the hardest part is to, to know when to say stop because I'm always a go, go, go. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, I do a once a month pop-up bakery, mm-hmm. which is a lot of work. Yeah, I'm sure. For one person. Um, but I like that. Mm-hmm. And then I do my other stuff, all my, all my other orders. But I, I, know, I know my limits yeah. for now. Yeah. Yeah, there's a local baker around here. I don't know if she does it out of her home or if she has a kitchen that she rents, but... She primarily does Pop-Tarts in coffee oh, wow. shops. I yeah. think it's uh, My Milk and Honey or Milk and Honey, something like that. And I think it's, I want to say it's vegan. Oh, wow. That's even better. Um, which it doesn't taste vegan. Yeah. Maybe so, but anyways, um, she's constantly posting. Uh, like she won't post for a while. And then she'll come up in the stories and say, sorry, it's just been crazy. She's by yeah. herself doing yeah. this, you know. It's been, but there's that saying, if you see me less, I'm doing more. Yeah, right. For right. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> if you see me less, I'm doing more. I'm kind of the same way. Like I haven't, yeah. I know mm. I should be posting on social media every single day. Yeah. And I haven't posted on Instagram in a few days. I posted mm. my stories. Yeah. Okay. But my feed hasn't been posted yeah. in a few days. Yeah. I, um, I, obviously it's, it's very different, you know, like eat local CMY versus like a single, uh, shop or baker, yeah. you know, being able to do it. Um, for me, I'm the opposite. I like, I'm, I want to con, if I could put out 15 posts a day, yeah. I would. Me too. Um, yeah. I would too. Yeah. It's just hard. Yeah, for sure. I'm not afraid. Yeah. To, and that's the other thing. I'm not afraid to post. That's the other thing is yeah. that sometimes I think fear holds people back. Uh-huh. You know, it's, you know I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm throwing out a bunch of jargon from, right. you know, yeah. like personal development, but it's so true. Yeah. You know, that's one thing I learned a long time ago. Don't be fearful about what others people are going to say. It's your page. Yeah. Somebody doesn't like you, just unfollow it. They right. don't need to follow you. It's your page. Put what you want out, you yeah, know? Yeah, for sure. I've noticed uh, doing marketing for others, it's it's really challenging to try and find someone else that wants to be on camera. Yes. You know, like I don't mind it anymore. Um, I don't mind it either. But yeah, I'm sure you had yeah. multiple cameras around you for a month every day, right? But not just that. I mean, I got used to use doing live feed on Instagram when, or on okay. Facebook when they first started coming out. Okay. Um, I started posting videos and YouTube things in my kitchen and very poor quality, but it desensitizes you to it almost because yeah. now it's like, it's like a common thing. You can just do it. Right. Yeah. So what are some of the goals? Well, I guess let me first ask, uh, what has changed since you, since the show aired? Well, opportunities like this. Yeah. I mean, I'm sitting well, at a podcast. I don't know how big of an opportunity. Well, no, but listen, I mean, think, think about it. No, I love, I'm, I'm don't, you don't get cut. Don't cut yourself short. I mean, so I think that, you know, being able to talk about, Going from being a self-taught baker mm. onto a national platform, yeah. hopefully that inspires others to pursue their own goals, whether it's in baking or something else, is that you can do it yeah. if you believe in yourself. And so I love going, being able to talk about those types of things mm. and telling people to just go after what they want to mm. um, because you never know where it's going to lead. And so, yeah, I've started the business. Um I started a website. I keep, I'm continuing to blog. Yeah. Um, I'm meeting amazing people all across the board. Mm. Um, I love collaborating with other local organizations. And that's the other thing too, is that, you know, sometimes it's like businesses can tend to compete with each other, not compete, but like, yeah, you know, you're a bakery and I'm a bakery and, but I don't look at it that way. I think I look at the foodie and the foodie region in this whole area as being, um, all being 
helpful for each other. Mm-hmm. And so I follow a lot of bakeries. Yeah. And I and I comment, nice job, this looks great. Like I don't I don't look at that as competition. Right. Um, and I think if we all kind of do that a little bit more, yeah. Um, it's not taking business away from me. Yeah. It's me supporting another local business, and I love that. Yeah, I've seen that a lot in uh, Syracuse, like in this area in central New York region is there's a lot of, there's just a restaurant owner, uh, actually Devin from the Brinewall eatery, which is a restaurant here in Syracuse. He was at Kasai ramen and just posted on Instagram. I don't know if there's a better lunch in Syracuse, you know, I love that. Um, yeah. And I see that a lot with the brewers in the area. Mm -hmm. Uh, these guys that are making beer, I haven't, have yet to meet one of them that has a negative thing to say about the other. Yeah. And that's great. Um, yeah, that's that's amazing to be able to see that. Mm-hmm. I wish I had that because there's a lot of there's <laughs> like there's other interesting like food Instagrammers in Syracuse, and those are the ones that I'm I don't care so much about followers or anything like yeah. that. I got my ten thousand to be able to do a swipe up video. That's all I really care yeah. about. Yeah, um, I want my swipe up. Yeah, I do want to swipe up. I will say it's not all it's cracked. No, up to it's be. not. This the I think I'm I'm. I'm waiting for every, I, I can't, I say, I've said to people in the, over the past few months, I think Instagram's going to be gone soon. It sounds crazy and it is dumb because it's not going to be, but, uh, I think Instagram's going to, it has to be like, well, the, if you follow social media marketing and you follow yeah. the social media talkers like Gary right. V, they talk about the mature platforms. Facebook's mm-hmm. a mature platform. Yeah. But if you talk to a 14 year old, they're not on Facebook. No. You know, Instagram is now a mature platform. Yeah. If you look at the younger platforms, whether or not they stick around or not, like TikTok. Yeah. You know, those are not, those are immature platforms, but they could become competitive to Instagram, which is why I'm on it. Yeah, for sure. Right. And I've posted some really bad TikToks. Yeah. My daughter calls them cringy, (laughs) but you know, it's funny. I posted one and I, I did a hashtag. It was the first thing I posted on TikTok and it was, I'm trying to figure out the platform and figure out the, yeah. the lane of it. And I, I thought it was funny. I just mm. did this video of me, a voice dubbed over with me working with my KitchenAid mixer. Okay. And I put the hashtag cringy in cause I knew my <laughs> daughter would think it was cringy, right? That's her term. You're so cringy yeah. mom. Right? right. And I put that hashtag in and, um, I got my very first post. I got almost 1200 wow. views. That's awesome. Like that's nuts. Organic. Yeah, I know. Like all organic reach. And yeah. so I think if I hadn't put the word cringy in, yeah. but now I know right. <laughs> moms on TikTok are cringy, yeah. right? And so, um, but anyway, that's an immature platform. So LinkedIn, Yeah. you know, I'm starting to go on LinkedIn a little bit more. Right. Um, I haven't been able to figure out LinkedIn. I've, I've, I haven't really, the only thing I get really get traction on is Instagram, is Facebook, especially. Yeah. And Instagram. Um, there's some things I can't stand. It's being like selling our product because we sell our cards. So I, yeah. I'm like I'm a little obsessed with the stats and knowing like if somebody bought a card from me, like somebody bought one this morning, where did they come from? You know, yeah. um, you know, but and so I, I do get some, you know, numbers to be able to track that, but not as detailed. But for some reason, our Facebook page for the last three days has gotten like 400 likes and I don't know where they're coming from. Interesting. Um, and they just like keep, you know, showing up. That's awesome. Up. That's yeah. great. Um, TikTok, I haven't figured out content yet. Yeah. I like was trying to do like 
day in the life of me going to meeting with clients it was like one day I, I one when I put out a video I was very badly singing what I was doing I thought maybe that would like do something yeah. and uh somebody commented and just said stop so I stopped <laughs> so um <laughs> you know so I'm I've like don't stop yeah I've done videos of the dog like I'm still yeah. just trying to figure out where the brand fits in yeah uh to, to, to TikTok and I don't know because, where mine does either yeah because it does well there's a lot of cooking and baking, you know, accounts that have popped up recently. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, Tasty like started just they did. redoing their stuff. But mm-hmm. uh, I forget the guy's name. He has a glasses and a goatee and he just does 60 second quick cooking videos. videos and he's got, you know, over a million followers on TikTok. Yeah. Um, you know, so, you know, something like that. But I don't know how much you feel like, do you... I mean, it was just last year, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, last year that you filmed, and and you know, um, uh, it was last July, correct? It was. Yeah. It was filmed last July, and actually, the new season airs on Thursday. Okay. Which is yeah. pretty crazy. It's a very odd feeling. Yeah, I'm sure. It's odd because I know it's going to be on. Yeah, when you and know what happened. <laughs> and I know, yeah, it's just an odd. It's an odd feeling to see the new season. Are you? Are you? Uh, this is going to sound really bad. I don't mean yeah, it no, this no, way, okay. but are you want are you wanting to kind of like ride that for everything that it has, or is it like no? Okay, I was there, but I have this, and I can actually bake well, and it no. wasn't just a show. I, you know what? That was a, that show is a part of my story. Yeah, it's a part of my journey. It doesn't define me. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I look at that is that if you look to the past all the time, right. you're always going to be stuck there. Yeah, and so it was an unbelievable crazy adventure mm-hmm. that I mean I mean I made it to the finals which is yeah. just nuts right um and so I did it mm-hmm. it was awesome yeah I met amazing people I can always say that I know Paul Hollywood and <laughs> Sherry Yard and you know um you know Anthony Adams and Baby yeah. Spice I can say that I know them <laughs> you know and then but I have to look to the future and say okay what do I want going forward? Yeah. And I, I know what I want. I got some, I got goals. Yeah. That's awesome. I got goals. Yeah. yeah. I say all that to say maybe pulling clips from the show and put them on TikTok. You know, that's actually a really good idea. Yeah. You that's know? a good idea. And I keep in touch with everybody from the show, which is that's awesome. Cool. Yeah. I mean, Tina, the winner was just texting me this morning. We chat yeah. all the time. That's cool. So yeah. And they, Jason, Arthur and Tina came up in November yeah, I saw that. and did a pie festival with me, which was really cool. Yeah. That's awesome. And so we definitely keep in touch, which is great. Yeah. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I guess, uh, one of the imp- most important things is where can people find you and how can they yeah. buy stuff from you? So and try my food? website is andreamoranville.com. Okay. Um, that's where I post all of my blogs and all my recipes and yeah. I am shipping nationwide now. Yeah. I just saw that last night. You have yep. like, you had, uh, the pound of butter cookies and yeah. some of the three, chocolate I have chip. three items for now. Yeah. Um, that will probably expand at some point, but for now I think three is a good number. Yeah. I'm still testing the market too. Yeah. So it's all a test, but it's been really, really good. I think like over Thanksgiving, I, um, I was like, should I do a black market? Like a Black Friday, not Black Market, yeah. Black Friday post. Yeah. And I didn't. And then I was like, on Cyber Monday, I woke up and I said, I'm going to do a Cyber Monday post mm-hmm. about a discount. Yeah. It will care for what you wish for. Oh, right. right? All of a sudden it was like, tick, 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 yeah. tick, 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 which was great, which is a great problem to have. But so I'm yeah. online. Yeah. Um, everything I do is specialty ordered items. Mm-hmm. So pre-sale items. So okay. if you want a cake or you want something, you message me or send me an email and I make it. That's cool. Um, and then once a month I do a pop-up bakery. So andreamoranville.com is the way yeah. to find me. Um, I am Sweet Life of a Baker is my mm-hmm. handle on 
Instagram, Twitter, yeah. and Facebook. Um, yeah. So you can find me on any of those. Pl- and t- TikTok. And TikTok, yeah. <laughs> and TikTok. <laughs> and LinkedIn. <laughs> and LinkedIn also, yeah. yeah. Awesome. So you can find me on all those platforms. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's great. And I love to talk baking. So people message me mm. all the time. And that's the other thing. People say, Andrea, why do you give away your con? Why do you give away all your recipes? Aren't you afraid somebody's going to use them? Yeah. Yeah, you can't. Re- I mean, it's. I could take. Anybody could take, you know, somebody's yeah. recipe. And I mean, I, we do that all the time, but that's not the same. Right. It doesn't come out the same at yeah. all. So, yeah. um, well, actually, uh, we'll, we'll probably have Amanda who works for me, reach out, uh, come up in March. Cause we're going to do a, um, uh, women in food, uh, <clears throat> like kind of panel for, That's um, awesome. yeah. So we're going to do like a little talk around that. So yeah, I'd love to be a part of that. That'd be yeah. great. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. The only bad thing about today is I didn't bring you anything. Oh, no. That's, yeah. <laughs> I didn't We're bring going, anything today. <laughs> you know, it, I was like sitting here. I got here at seven, like getting, because I had to clean up from the uh, Christmas episode yeah. on Saturday still. <laughs> and um, I was like just thinking to myself, I need to stop eating so bad and going to the gym. We're going to Hawaii in February oh, for on our honeymoon. Congrats. So yeah, Delayed so. honeymoon. We did that too. Yeah. yeah. We got married at the uh, October 25th. Yeah. And so we didn't want to, you know, go on a honeymoon right then after the wedding and especially miss out on like fall. So yeah, we did that. We had, we got married in May and we didn't go on our honeymoon until July. Oh, okay. So cool. we did like a two. Yeah. Yeah. Same type of thing. Yeah. So, okay. well, thank you so much for coming thanks out. For ha- yeah. Thanks for having being me on the podcast. I appreciate, I appreciate you it. having me. Thank you. Yeah. Well, there it is, everybody. Thank you so much for checking out the podcast. It means so much to me that you are listening. If you could, do me a huge favor. Hit that subscribe button on whatever platform you're listening to this on, and then leave us a review. Let me know what you think of the local CNY podcast. Again, the currency of podcasts are reviews. So do me a favor. Leave that review. Let me know what you think of the local CNY podcast. As always, you can follow us online, Snapchat, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, LinkedIn, TikTok. I think that's all of them. And you can find us online at eatlocalcny.com. Well, thank you so much for checking out the podcast. We're going to catch you at the next episode. No wind inside. I know how it feels to be lonesome. Spend most of my days having no one Dreaming you were out there shining in the sun Lonely soul hoping that they find someone Baby, I hope
break your heart Baby, I just might Cause I know how it feels to be lonesome Spend most of my days having no one Dreaming you were out there shining in the sun A lonely soul hoping that they find someone Baby, I hope it'll find